This show is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. You're listening to episode 65 of She's a Super Geek, the actual play RPG podcast highlighting women as GMs. I'm Emily, and on today's podcast, my co-host Senda and I welcome our second installment of Postworld Games' The Scarecrow, featuring Wendelin Reichel and Camden Wright. A reminder that if you're uncomfortable or triggered by child death, off-screen violence to children, or active violence, please feel free to skip this episode. Also, we recorded in person, so our audio quality is a little bit lower than normal, You'll hear the imaginary cat Mithril making all kinds of noises, including bumping the mic. Special shout out to our patrons of the week, David Renard and Danielle Thomas. Y'all are awesome and we appreciate you so much. We really couldn't do this without you. Check us out at patreon.com slash sasgeek if you'd like to be a patron of the week too. In the first episode... We were introduced to four preteens from the rural town of Fairfield. Carrie, the adopted child, Gavin, the runaway child, Mary Jo, the rancher's child, and Rosie, the artistic child. The local bully Jared had dared Rosie to take the hat off the scarecrow in the barren former tourist attraction corn maze. Those who take the hat off, it is said, are found the next day dead, covered in hay. Carrie returned the dare to Jared, who ran off into the field. None of the children have come forward about the event, despite many questions pointed at them after Jared has failed to reappear. Later, the group has gathered at Mary Jo's farmhouse when Jared's father, Robert Smith, emerges crying. Not good. Mm. All right. So, Emily, to you, this is Eight of Spades. Spades is an ensemble, so we're all there. Ooh. Eight is Life's Lessons. Let's have a new location. Okay. I have a location I hope it goes to, but okay. I don't know if it's enough. Nine of Diamonds. Diamonds is roads, and nine is with the lights on. You can always, you can you can always pay just a point. pay a point and make it wherever you want. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay a point. All right. And I'm going to have it be at school the next morning. So there is a special assembly where the principal tells us that Jared has died. And we don't know the the details, but because it's a small community, they wanted to, you know, gather all the kids together and tell them all at once. And we probably had had a feeling, at least Gavin and I did. So we are being dismissed and sent back to our classrooms. And the principal has also talked a lot about safety and, you know, it's the early 90s, so there's a lot of of anti-drug talk and and stranger danger. Mm -hmm. I I can't believe they're not sending us home. I mean, why would they make us stay at school after telling us something so terrible like this? Because they don't care. No one cares about us. When are you going to get that through your head? I mean... You're in, I mean, you found a family. Fine. I don't have one, but you should know. Life is nothing but misery. Yeah, I found a family or whatever. They don't count. I mean, I don't count to them. So you want them, you can have them, Gavin. 
You guys, I'm really worried that um, when we triple dog dared Jared the other night that, um, I mean, you, you know the stories about the scarecrow, right? Okay. Deidre, you, you said that you talked to Miss Jones near the scarecrow. Did the scarecrow have his hat on? I, I don't know. I, I forgot to look. She's terrifying. She, yeah. Yes. I I have Jared's hat though, and I unzip my backpack slowly and I pull it out. Is that blood? Erjo reaches out and takes a piece of hay off of it. Oh my god! Oh my god! The scarecrow got him. The no, no. This, if the scarecrow was a real thing, Mithril would have told us. <laughs> I mean, she would have warned us. Mithril doesn't really talk about the scarecrow like ever. I like, know, but she, if there's anyone that cares about, you know, you and I. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, are you? Are no, you sure? it's nothing. I mean, it was. It's a field. I mean, it's a field. We live on farms. Of course, there's a everywhere. I mean, she did say she found it in the field by the scarecrow. So maybe he just got freaked out and ran off. But I mean, after this, I mean, like, but is that blood in there? Yeah. I, I think so. I, I mean, maybe it's just from, like, old time. Maybe he beat someone up and put his hat on him and took it back. You never know. I mean, that does also sound like Jared. Yeah. It does, legitimately. <laughs> but you know what they say, that if you take the scarecrow's hat, you're found the next morning with hay on you, dead. Mm-hmm. Well, because this scarecrow strangled you. I think... I think what we need to do is we need to check on the scarecrow. If it's not wearing a hat, we should give it this one because it needs a hat. Otherwise, it's going to keep going. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, my gosh. What if it doesn't have a hat on? What if it doesn't have a hat on? Scene. Well done. Oh, my God. We're all like, ah! (laughs) (laughs) Terrifying. (laughs) All right. That's to me. Interrogation again. Dang. Seven of diamonds. Seven is the warm comfort of a mother's frozen arms. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh God, I need a new location for this. <laughs> Queen of hearts. Hearts is at home. Queen is under guard. I think it's got to be between me and my adopted mother. So is there someone willing to play? Yeah, you can drama? take my drama point. No, I think you should be asking me Oh, you think I should ask you questions? Yeah, well, that works for you. Yeah. So you get to ask five questions. Um, Try try not to make them yes or no. Mm -hmm. Let me set the scene first before you get started, though. Some of the children's parents did come to get them after the assembly because, obviously, the entire community knows at this point, and uh, unfortunately, Carrie's mom wasn't one of them. Most of the group, Gavin, of course, had to stay at school all day while all of these other kids came and got picked up. What is the name of Carrie's adopted mom? Michelle? Sure. Michelle came at the end of the typical day and and picked Carrie up. And they're trying to have one of those typical after-school special Mm heart-to-hearts. Michelle is Carrie's aunt. And she was never planning to have kids. So this is kind of like the, what do you do with this? This is my sister's kid. Gotta do it, right? Total duty thing. 
and the location again is under guard. So we're sitting on the bed in my bedroom. There's posters on the wall for new kids on the block and whatever. And I'm sitting there and you've kind of leaned my head against your shoulder and have your arm around me and you're, you're asking me these questions. I know that you guys had an assembly at school today, right? Right, about Jared, right, which is really sad. Um, how are you feeling about that? Like, it's, it's really messed up. They won't even tell us what happened. Like, if he got hit by a car or fall in a well or something, you know, and, and the, the, the not knowing is, like, a really awful. Because, like, if there's strangers we need to watch out for, then somebody should tell us that. Right. I mean, uh, Carrie, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure that you would know how to be safe because you're a good kid. Right. Um, so I'm just going to rely on you to, you know, just kind of know what to do if that situation comes up. Um, you just, uh, you know, just let me know if you see anything funny, I guess. I mean, don't take candy from strangers. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a joke. That was oh. a joke. You're supposed to laugh. Um, Good. Uh, look, um, so I heard, I know you were out the other night, um, you know, before Jared went missing. And I think, I think you were looking for that little friend of yours. Rosie. Right. The nerd kid. Do you guys see Jared while you were out there? It seemed like you might've run into him. Uh, you know, like, like we saw, uh, Cecil and the Harrison twins like running off down the road but we we didn't see Jared I mean not definitely not Jared I mean they normally hang out together so maybe you could ask them um right you know I was just wondering if you'd seen him that night because it seemed it seemed a little weird like you know you guys are all out playing and stuff I mean we're just looking for any information of course to help uh to help Robert you know he's really he's really broken up about this um really cared about his son and stuff and just then uh carrie kicks her backpack slightly further under her bed yes. which has the hat obviously <laughs> yes okay well i mean that's good i mean i'm glad you guys are kind of staying safe and stuff and um you know i hope you're having fun playing in the fields like i don't know what do you guys do should I know? Should I know what you guys are doing at night? I mean, mostly we just, like, ride our bikes up and down the dirt roads. And, like, when the library's open, we go over there for a bit and play on the computer. But it's not great. I don't even know what you did when you were a kid. Because that's, like, a million years ago. And, God, there must have been nothing to do in fear. Yeah, I'm not then. actually that much older than you. But, anyway. um, <sighs> So, you know your mother loved you very much. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of doing my, my best, but I, I know I'm not her. Is there anything you want to tell me about any of that situation? I just, I want to make sure that I've opened this channel for you because, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I know I'm not your mom, but I'm still kind of, I mean, I'm, I want to support you. Um, you know, it just... Robert's really broken up about this. You remember anything else about seeing like Cecil and Harrison twins? Like, where'd they go? Why do you keep calling Mr. Smith Robert? I mean, that's a little familiar. 
we're neighbors. We're on a first name basis. You should not, you should not call him by the name Robert. You should call him Mr. Smith because that is what the polite thing is to do in these parts. And I am raising a polite child because that is what Amy would have wanted. She would have wanted you to be a polite child. And, uh, and so that's what's going to happen because that's what we're doing around here, right? That's why you're here. That's why I'm here. I know I'm supposed to call you mom, but it's just too weird. I mean, I, I get that, but you know, I'm, I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best. I'm, is there food on your table? Is there a roof over your head? Carrie, you look at me, you tell me that I am not fulfilling the duties of a mother because I am, and we have had this conversation before and I am not having it again. Okay. And she just looks totally downtrodden. <laughs> that's where we'll end. This yeah, sorry, I didn't quite get five <laughs> questions in, but that's right out of steam. Senda, this is to you. Oh yeah, Queen of Spades. So that's an ensemble. We're all there. Nice. Queen is feeding, feeding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys have the scariest reactions to things. <laughs> awesome. We're currently at home under guard. Uh, would you like a new location? Yeah, I would like a new location, Alrighty. please. We are now at home in the cold. Ensemble feeding at home in the cold. Will okay. that work for you? Yes, I think so. Uh, I'm going to fast forward a couple of hours. So now it's basically like it's after dinner. What's happening is that we're all gathered on Mary Jo's front porch. There's a storm coming in, so the temperature has dropped pretty drastically, and it's gotten really windy. There's that first charged air from a thunderstorm with the sort of the dropping pressure and the dropping temperature. And we're actually all sitting out on her front porch, kind of bundled up a little bit. The leaves are swirling by. We've all got apples that we just picked off of the tree, like in her front yard. So we're all sitting there eating them. And basically, like, they're, they're little ones, so we're eating multiple apples and then, like, tossing the cores off the French front porch as we chat. Squirrels. We're tossing squirrels off the front porch. No, no, no. We're tossing the apples to the squirrels. To the squirrels. Yeah, sure. The very fat squirrels that are probably very well fed. Very well fed on apple cores. Yes, indeed. So we're all just kind of sitting there. It's very ominous and it is getting cold. So I brought the thing. Are we going to do this tonight? Pulls out the backpack with the right. hat in it. We got to do it tonight. Yeah, we got to we got to do it before before the storm comes. There is a roll of thunder. It's not like I have a curfew or anything. Let's do it. Michelle right, I mean, is going to be so pissed. I mean, I guess I'm kind of lucky that my parents don't pay that much attention to me, but they think that I'm out like painting tonight, so they might come looking for me when it starts raining. I'm supposed to be doing my chores, but since Gavin's been helping me, my chores are already done. So I'm good for at least an hour. Did you see Mithril today? No. Have you? No. Okay, who's Mithril? Never mind. It just makes me really anxious. I know. Me too. She visits every day. I know. Like clockwork. Have they told you okay. about Mithril? I'm just... Okay. But... but I mean, I mean Jared's, Jared's one thing, but Mithril? I know. Wait. I mean, Mithril, but... I mean, but... It, it couldn't get Mithril. No, no. it's impossible. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> right. it's, it's fine. fine. We're being it's silly. Fine. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be fine. Oh, we should yeah. go. We should, we should go. We should, we should Let's take just care go. Of, we like, should go right now. Right now. Please, go. Let's please. go. Right okay. now. Let's get this hat on. Yeah. Okay. Did you bring your flashlight? 
No. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. I mean, we have plenty of flashlights in the barn. I can go grab some. Okay. Okay. Let's grab the flashlights, get on our bikes, get over there. It'll, it'll be fine, right? I mean, this isn't really a thing, right? It's just something stupid we're going right, to do. Right, because... right. It probably means nothing. Yeah. yeah. It probably means absolutely nothing. Right. Okay. Good. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to end the scene on all of us hop on our bikes before we lose our courage. And the scene ends on us riding down the road. That was the end of the second An apple core goes flying over your shoulder. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See right away. It's good. That was the the second round. So let's make sure important things happen. Camden, Ace of Diamonds. This is an interrogation. Five questions. Ace is The current location is home and the cold. Would you like a new location? Yeah. Give me a new location. Two of clubs. Clubs is farms or fields. And two is quiet. Perfect. I will pay a point to bring in an NPC. And would anybody like to play Mithril? Uh, yes. Or unless somebody else wants to play Mithril. I have played an NPC. I will play Mithril. You can play Mithril. Mithril? All Sorry. right. Awesome. I'm like, oh. We flash forward a little bit to all four of us uh, coming up, riding down the road onto the field. It's it's starting to get really, really dark. So we've all got our flashlights on. So there's that kind of X-Files moment where cutting through the darkness are these improbably bright beams from these flashlights. Yep. As we pull up, uh, Gavin just hits the brakes, skids out, stops, and then walks off without saying anything. Walks into a little section and just starts talking to what looks like corn plants. That's where Mithril is waiting. Am I asking the questions or are you asking the questions? You are asking the questions. All right. Steal me a point. Yep. Why did you come back here? I told you never, ever to come back here. Because we, we haven't seen you. We haven't seen you. Rosie and I, we were worried. I've got the power to take care of this but now with you here that's all undone i can't control this anymore if you're here you've got to make this right why are you here oh oh oh, oh we brought we brought a hat from the from the kid that was killed we brought his hat i i mean i don't know if that'll help but it's it's got blood on it if that makes a difference oh my god it's got blood on it yeah it does it's i mean we don't know whose blood it is or anything but I mean, it, it could be Gavin's or, I mean, it, it could be Cecil or the Harrison twins or it could even be mine. That guy was a jerk. You know that if you have the blood on it, it could bring him back, right? It could, it could bring Jared back? I didn't, I didn't know that. I mean, do we want him back? I, uh, <laughs> I mean, Robert looked really sad and all, but... Something that goes beyond should never ever come back the moon is full tonight and that just makes it twice as bad the storm rolling in this is not a natural storm look at it tell me what you see you see the the clouds and there's there's some lightning and oh my god was that a face scene Emily, this is to you. Two of spades, spades ensemble. Two is missing rumors, secrets, or whispers. The current location is farm fields that are quiet. Would you like a new location? 
No, but I have a question. Can I spend a point to change the scene type? Sure. That's breaking the rules. Works Makes sense to me. All right, I'm going to change it. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all, to a vignette. And I'm going to make it a flashback. Oh, (laughs) she has spent all of her drama points. So we flash back to when the camera originally followed Carrie through the corn and her meeting with Sarah Jones. Now the camera, in in this sort of hazy flashback, is following Mary Jo. Mary Jo very shrewdly is walking through the fields. We see a camera, almost like it's from the ground, as Mary Jo sort of comes into its sight, leans over, and gives an incredibly wicked grin. Oh, dang. Oh, jeez. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm sure it's all fine. She's so nice, and her family's so nice. And, she's and I'm stubbornly seeking revenge. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> all right. This is, to me, Jack of Spades, Spades in an Ensemble. Jack is Double Dog Dare. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. We're back in that field, I'm pretty sure. I I will, yeah, I'm going to get a new location, but I might spend a point to mm-hmm. ramp it back. So let's see. Roads at midnight. Yeah, that sounds about right. When we last left our adventurers, we had Gavin talking with Mithril in the fields, and he sees some kind of face. So we're moving forward from there to midnight. What we see is all of the bikes fallen over, and all of the children are laying next to the bikes. As Jer- or Gavin, excuse me, wanders out of the cornfield, and he is brushing bits of corn stalk off of himself, and looks down at his watch and realizes that it's eleven fifty-two p.m. And the other children start to wake up as he walks back onto the road, his feet crunching on the gravel, and the rain just starting to fall. Oh my gosh. Ah. I have dust in my mouth. What happened? Why are we still on the road? What what time is it? Where's the hat? Some things can't be undone. Some things can't be undone. Some Gavin? Things Kevin? can't be undone. Kevin. What are you saying? What happened? I, Mithril told me we made a mistake. You you saw Mithril? We made a mistake. We shouldn't have come here. Oh. It can't be un, it can't be undone. What happened? What happened? I can't, I. Guys, my backpack's gone. If we don't have the backpack, we don't have the hat. And that means if the scarecrow's there. It's going to be looking for a kid to kill. And see. (laughs) <laughs> we give each other terrified silent eyes time to call it <laughs> yes alright send us oh, to you oh boy <laughs> seven of spades still an ensemble seven is of course it is <laughs> the warm comfort of a mother's frozen arms if you want that alright uh, and location currently is midnight on the roads if you want that or you can have a new location for free. 
Oh, man, I am really thinking about where we go from there. Um, give me a new location. Alrighty. Two of hearts. Home and quiet. Boring. Do you want to spend a point? Um, yes, I do want to spend a point. I want to spend a point and, um... Emily's mouthing words at me. You can just say it. Cemetery. We can have a group discussion about where we want this to go. I don't have a problem with that. Cemetery. (laughs) Near Carrie's dead dead mom's grave. Oh. (laughs) That was, of course, the last person to die. Heck, would we go there? (laughs) We're terrified. Let's go to the cemetery (laughs) at midnight. You know what? (laughs) If we could stop by the abattoir on the way to the cemetery, I'd really appreciate it. Of course, the shortcut home from the cornfield. Oh, obviously goes to the cemetery. Okay. Of course, because they bury people in the order that they they die, the last people to die in the town are Carrie's parents. Mm -hmm. So Jared's grave is going to be right next to it. This is a cut to all four of us frantically, basically riding for our lives Mm -hmm. through midnight, dark, no moon because the storm clouds are there. It is raining and it's just the flashlights like shaking around as we're um, trying to see where we're going. And the the shot is cut so that it's, um, first it's just sort of that and like you can see that there's plants and stuff. And then it's from like partially, you know, silhouetted by the light of our flashlights is the grave marker, right? And so there's a headstone showing there as we come riding up and we are riding as fast as we can. I yes. will pay a drama point to say that just as we approach the graves, something shadowy moves really quickly across. Oh, hells yes it does. The flashlight stands, <laughs> uh, and Carrie at least falls over on the bike because yeah. it just startles to her st- that much. To stop us, yeah, sure. Oh, Carrie, are you are okay? You? What was yeah. that? Did you see it? See what? The thing that moved in front of the flashlights. Did no, you see it? No. No. It was it was probably a dog. It was it's just a dog. Probably there's right. nothing. Look, Dogs. I don't want to stop here. We're in the cemetery. This is not where I want to stop tonight. Oh, no, Perry. What happened to your spokes the bent? Oh, uh, I I oh god, I don't know. Her glasses flew off and so she's kind of oh, crawling oh, of course forward she oh, god. through the mud <laughs> on her hands and knees. As she feels around. Carrie, so like I hop off of my bike and I'm I'm running over to you and, and kind of helping you up, trying to find your glasses and like picking them up out of the mud. One of them has a big crack through it now, but they're still kind of together and I like wipe them off and hand them to you. We got to keep going. And we I, cannot stop here. Yeah, Gavin this and is, I are, are doing the quick flashlight look around thing, trying to see if anything. What there. you see yeah. is um, you see the open grave where Jared's going to go. Mm-hmm. And as your flashlight glances across that open grave, the next thing over is it slides directly across Amy and John McMillan. It slides right over that with, you know, 1985. And that's right when, when Carrie puts her glasses on, the, mm-hmm. the light and it shines right that. over. Yep. And she just falls back on her knees and just stares straight ahead at it. Carrie, what are you doing? We have to go. Leave her alone. Just embrace it. It's okay. You get used to it after a while. We should go. We should not be here right now. We should not be here right now. Mithril said we shouldn't have even been out tonight. Like, we do not need to be here. We can't be in the graveyard. And, 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 um, like, Jared's not even in his grave yet. So, like, we really need to go. We really need to go. Please, Carrie, please. Please. 
She just walks please. slowly over please, to Carrie. the gravestone. No, please. And like curls up against Carrie. it, rests her head against her mother's name, tears streaming down her face. You said you get used to it. You do. The sadness. You wear it like a blanket. I don't know if I can get used to this. Trust me. Eventually we all do. Mommy, I miss you. There's a crack of thunder and some lightning. Oh my god, what's at the bottom of the grave? Compulsion, like, I go over and look in the grave. And there's... The hat. Yeah. (laughs) Scene. Alright, that was the end of the third round. All right. I think everybody needs a drama point at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Pass that over to Senda. drama point. Oh, wow. Senda's stalking up her drama I didn't That's mean right. to. I ended up doing a couple of interrogation-y things. To Cam. Like, Let's do this I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Awesomely intense. Yes. Four of clubs. Clubs is a vignette. Four is fear and the horror our mind create when we imagine the worst. This seems appropriate. Current location, I guess, is the cemetery, (laughs) or you can have a new location. No, I like this location. perfect. All right. The um, camera pans up from the hat Mm -hmm. and all of our flashlights, which all of our flashlights are highlighting. And it comes up to the uh, four of us standing there. Carrie has even wandered over to see exactly what everybody is staring at. There is a moment where we all reach out and we hold hands. And as we're staring down, as it pans down, we realize there's more blood on the hat than there used to be. Camera pans back up to us as we look at each other. And that shadow, same shadow, flicks in the background right behind us. Scene. All right, Emily. (laughs) Eight of clubs. That's still a vignette. Eight is life's lessons. Let's see what the new location is. Alrighty. Let's see what the cards have in store. Cool. Queen of Clubs, Farm Fields. Queen is under guard. I have a thought. If you want an idea. Um, I will spend a point to bring in an NPC so that Sarah Jones is there. Ah. The question is whether she is good or bad. Oh, yeah. Who knows? (laughs) That is not... (laughs) We're all standing there holding hands, and then the, the there's a flicker, and then there's a couple more lightning bolts as we start uh, moving ahead. Carrie's bike has been damaged. As we do, there's another lightning bolt. There's another shape and figure, and we all scream. And it's but it's Sarah Jones who comes out. Like Gavin's flashlight, like goes right to her face, and we all kind of give a, a sigh. She looks like she's scolding us, and we are just wide-eyed and terrified. And she points to a small building in between the field and the cemetery, and that is where she lives now. Since she lost all of her land and her big farmhouse and everything, she now lives in this little thing, and and she seems to be telling all of us to, to get in out of the rain. And so we all unsuredly of ourselves and kind of looking at each other. We don't know what to do. We're supposed to follow adults' directions. We don't know if we trust her, but we all go inside. All right. To me, five of spades. That's an ensemble. Everybody's there. Five is into the cornrows. 
So I think I'll keep the location, which is farm fields under guard. So we go into the house and we dry off a bit. And um, we've explained to Sarah Jones that the hat was in the grave. And we don't think the scarecrow has the hat. And out of all the adults in town, she's the only one who would believe that this is a problem. So she grabs her shotgun and throws on her rain slicker. And she says, we've got to go out. We've got to do this. She will grab an old hat. It's like a trucker hat. It says Bobcat across it. Mm-hmm. She's like, we got to do this. It's now or never. And that's where the scene starts. That one doesn't have any blood on it, right? No, it's not got any blood on it. Okay, I mean, I just... Blood? I don't know. I mean, is no. it... No. Right. Blood is bad. Okay. Mithra said blood is bad. Like bad. Okay. We don't want any blood. Right. So, you could stay behind me, but we need to do this now. And if something happens to me, one of you has to do it. Should we all have hats? Or is this the only hat you want? Does this look like a costume store, Mary Joe? We don't all have hats. You want a hat? Go get the bloody hat in the grave. How about that? No, you go get that hat. I don't want a hat. It's your fault. Oh, what do you mean by that? Mary Joe grabs the hat and runs off into the night. After her, Chaser. What the hell is that? What is she doing? She's never. She deserves whatever she gets. She's never been like this. She's nice, Gavin. That's what she wants you to think. Sometimes when it's quiet, I see the truth. What do you see? I promised I wouldn't say. Wait. She, she's, she always gets revenge. She knows things. Well, we gotta go help revenge her. She's got the what? hat. She's got the hat. Well, we have to stop the scarecrow anyway. Can we talk about this later? Okay. All right. Just... Uh. All right, I grab Rosie's hands and start running out the house after uh, Mary Jo into the cornfield. And that's where you've seen it. Okay. <laughs> oh, All right, send it. Oh, to you. gosh. Is this the last? Are we on? This is the end of the fourth round. Oh, snap. Okay. After this, we will decide uh, or we'll we'll play a finale card and figure out if the scarecrows were real or not. Okay. Do we epilogue after this or do I need to actually resolve things? No, you don't have to resolve things. Okay, good. Thank you. Based on the number of drama points we have, we get to narrate a vignette for drama. Okay. Okay. Good. This is an eight of diamonds. So this is an interrogation. If you Mm. want it, five questions. Eight is life lessons. Current location is the farm field under guard. Give me a new location. Okay. Farmer field at sunset. Can't take them with you. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So firstly, I'm going to spend one to actually make this a... I'm going to say this is an ensemble. Okay, great. And I want it to be at sunset. Yeah, I'm going to pay a point and just say we're just farmer's fields. Okay. How about... The sounds of crying and moaning. Yeah, that seems good. All right. Okay. <laughs> it means nothing. It means nothing. Of course it means nothing. Nothing. Sarah ran, went running out after Mary Jo, too. Mm-hmm. Right. She's the adult and she has a shotgun and everything. As we all leave behind her, 
everything gets really jumbly because it's dark and it's raining and we're just trying to find everything in flashlights and we're running and Mary Jo is out there somewhere and we can kind of hear the sounds of all of this, like the rain is falling. We can hear the splooshing and the, and the rustling of all of the, um, the dried corn leaves and all of that stuff. And we actually get to the field that the scarecrow is in as the three of us, Rose and Gavin and Carrie break kind of the break out of the um, higher corn area. What we see as we come running out is Sarah is lying on the ground, her gun still in her hand, but she's not moving. Mary Jo is standing there with the hat, and there's the scarecrow backlit by flickering lightning as we come through the bushes. Mary Jo, are you okay? What happened? What is going on? I can't get up. I need one of you guys to boost me. The scarecrow's too high. It's, uh, 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 um... Oh, Gavin, come help. What happened to Sarah? I don't know. I'm trying to... Sometimes things can't be undone. Ah! Come here, Gavin. Come on. We've got to help her. We've got to make this happen. Okay. I'll go over and put stirrups. And I tr- uh, Mary Jo tries to put the hat on, but she ends up toppling over with the scarecrow. No. Onto the ground. Onto the ground. Right. Oh my god, oh my god, you're touching it. What happened? A hand grabs the shotgun. Yeah, we're just gonna cut the scene there. Oh. Okay, yeah, that's good. A I hand like grabs that. the shotgun. Hand grabs the shotgun. But okay. the the camera angle is cut in such a way that you, you can't, can't tell if it's Sarah's hand or someone else's. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see what can be undone. Draw one card, and this is just based off of the suit. Spades. The scarecrow abducts at least one of the children. Okay. Can't be undone. <laughs> told you. All right. So typically the person with the most drama points uh, starts with their vignette. There's a bunch of us tied at two. Yeah. So yeah. Camden, it seems like maybe you have a place to start or. I'm sure I can. Or whatever. Okay. So, and this is vignette to vignette, correct? Correct. All right. So the camera has has shown this hand grabbing the shotgun and Gavin's foot comes down on top of that hand. It's Sarah's hand. He kicks the shotgun away. You see him motion towards Carrie and Rose both. And he looks at Mary Jo tangled up at the scarecrow and he just shakes his head no. Scene. Who's next? I only have one, so you two have to go. I know, but I want to know what happens with you and your vengeance. Well, you can narrate that. No, but I know. No, I yeah, know you have thoughts. You know what you want to do. Yeah, if you have an idea of what to do, I actually really want to hear it, and I don't. And I will spend one to break the rules to make you go first if you want. Basically, by saying that the scarecrow abducts at least one of the children, we're basically saying the scarecrow is real. Yeah. Okay, but we're not saying it's necessarily a supernatural entity. And we have not established okay. one way or the other. So it's still raining, but you can tell that Mary Jo is sobbing. And out of the scarecrow somewhere, she pulls out a gun, a revolver. She looks at everyone really quickly. Her hands are quivering. She's pointing the gun and she, it finally lands on Sarah Jones and she shoots. <sighs> And wow. All right. This the the camera pans back from Sarah 
now lying on the ground, dead, to the three of our shocked faces. And as it pans up, Mithril is actually standing between us in the camera, um, just watching. She looks at you, and she looks at me, and she shakes her head, and she turns and walks away. And that's it. Wow. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll go next. I think we're going to flash back here to the, the lonesome October of 1985. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the billboard's brand new. Yeah, the billboard that's is- how you know. Yes, It's exactly. the same shot from the beginning, but brand new. Yeah. Perfect. And we see a bunch of young 20-somethings, Michelle and Amy and John and Sarah, who's a little bit older, but Sarah in the back of her truck is um, this big keg of beer. And it's been like bonfire night at the corn maze. Everybody is sloshed. Fun times, fun whatever. Amy and Joe get in their car to go back, leave the party. Michelle and Sarah stay and are shooting the shit for a while, drinking out of their red Solo cups. And it's obvious that Michelle is too drunk to drive. Sarah hops in the truck, puts up the tailgate, and starts to drive Michelle back home. It's raining real hard at that point. All of a sudden, something with a hat darts across the road, and she torques the steering wheel real hard. And right then, the headlights flash on to the back of John and Amy's car, where they had been changing a tire. And there's just this massive collision and a flash of light. And the scene ends. <laughs> okay. We're having a moment of processing that. So I'm trying to pull together all of all of the threads, right? You want my point? And so the flashback continues as it goes forward in time. So we see the uh, we see the burial uh, with a younger, much younger Carrie, who obviously doesn't know what's going on, and Michelle looking distraught. And we flash to Sarah getting older. She continues drinking. She seems to go out by the scarecrow a lot and drink. So happy-go-lucky Mary Joe meeting Gavin and his cloak of sadness and sort of having her eyes open to the wider world. And we see scene after scene after scene of Jared bullying Rosie and Carrie and, and everybody else. At one point, see Jared bullying Mary Jo, and she runs into the cornfield and ends up at the the bottom of the scarecrow where she's she's lost and she's crying. She kind of she sits down and leans against the scarecrow, and the revolver falls out of the scarecrow. She kind of looks surprised and and puts it back. Then we flash to the scene where there had been something looking up at her while she was smirking. The camera pans around in a 180 to see from Mary Jo's view that Jared has a revolver-sized bullet through his head. All right. You want to go or you want me to? If you want to go. All right. I'm, I'm putting it in. All right. Camera flashes back to the present. Mary Jo is, is standing up over Sarah's body, 
without any sort of remorse on her face. I walk over, pick up the shotgun that I'd kicked out of uh, Sarah's hand, walk over, hand it to Carrie, look over at Mary Jo. You know what she did. Don't worry. You get used to it. Scene. Oh. Wow. Oh, man. <sighs> Carrie's standing there. We cut back just a few moments before, and you're seeing Gavin through her eyes as she extends her hands and takes the shotgun, and we can feel the weight of it on her forearms and on her shoulders. But this sigh passes through her whole body that is just one of pure relief. And she turns towards Sarah Jones. And she looks at her dead in the eye and says, The scarecrow made me do it. Scene. Scarecrow runs off with everyone who hurt someone. <laughs> oh, that was fun. That's cool. Thanks. Do we still creep you out? We oh still God, win. Yes. We still win. It's still a good Halloween special. <laughs> really quickly, before we wrap everything up, um, I would love it if you guys would tell me again where people can find you on the internet, since this is episode two, now that we are in So Camden. What do you do? Where can people find your stuff? I am Camden Wright. I make silly games. You can find them at Camden.com or you can chat at me on Twitter at Camden. He's really easy to find. Very easy to find. (laughs) And Wendy, tell us more. You have a litany. You don't have to repeat it, but just tell us where to find you. Yeah, sure thing. Um, More often than not, I'm on Facebook. I have a public page, Wendell and Reichel. I'll send that to send us. Yeah, it'll be in the show notes because otherwise people will be like, Idella Mithlind, how do you? I don't. (laughs) I'm very infrequently on Twitter, but also at Wendell and Reichel Mm -hmm. on Twitter. And uh, I also work with Gamers Giving and the Denver RPG Meetup here in Denver, Colorado. Find Denver RPG Meetup at meetup.com slash Denver dash RPG. And Gamers Giving, Facebook.com slash Gamers Giving. Thank you guys so much for listening and have a fantastic Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you enjoyed episode 65 of She's a Super Geek. If you liked what you heard, you can find out more at sasgeek.com or on Twitter at sasgeekpodcast. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash sasgeek. Our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. You can find more music, tour dates, and merchandise at kieranstrange.com or on Twitter at Kieran Strange. You can find out more about the Scarecrow and other games in the Protocol series at postworldgames.com. We'll see you in two weeks for our next less scary adventure. She's a rock-